Welcome to From the Outside Looking In with your hosts Patrick Bannis and Andy Leoskos. Come on in. everybody welcome back welcome back once again to the show that sometimes records uh but always ends welcome back to from the outside looking in the show about everything the show about nothing the show about two guys sitting at home in their basement during a pandemic and talking to each other and playing radio show that's what we do it's the story of me it's the story of you it's the story of pat it's the story of us uh welcome to the show where we talk about geek culture from a non-geek perspective or regular culture from a geeky perspective who knows whatever we like comic books we like sports we like movies we like all sorts of shit uh and we're here to talk about it with you i am your very chatty intro host this morning andy liascos with me at as always, the John Jones to my Daniel Cormier, Mister. Oh, apparently I'm on drugs. Patrick Banis. What? Well, I'm well, ruining I, I my mean, own I legacy. It, I just figured I'm shorter and rounder than you are. So if, if one of us was was the other, right? Like I would be DC and you would be. John, I mean, you know, like not Your saying I mean, I'd probably still win in a fight. But I'm oh, the no, rounder no. one. I, <laughs> I'm the rounder one out of the two of us. Your your honesty is what's keeping the show afloat. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. My honesty and my quick wittedness. That's right. Uh, Pat, how you doing, bud? Oh man, it is uh, strange times, my friend. Strange times. It is. So we much- are. Uh, we are. So much hurt in this country right now. Um, I don't know about you, Pat, but I wake up every morning and I go, okay, which uh, which biblical plague are we going to have to face today, right? Like, which one? I'm just hoping that the 10th plague of Egypt, the, you know, the plague of the firstborn doesn't get to us. But it does seem like every day there's a new horror outside the window. Um, and that's horror. I'm, I'm still from Chicago. I'm not from N- New Jersey, uh, so I'm not saying whoa. I'm saying horror. <laughs> I'm laying ten to one on uh, locusts. Uh, killer, killer wasps, dude. Murder wasps, murder hornets, murder or whatever. Murder wasps. Uh, the murder hornets. Yeah. You see, see, I, it's I, like I, the, that, that's twenty twenty. It's twenty twenty locusts. Yeah, that's right. True. Exactly. We've already got the plague of locusts. Murder hornets yeah. are here. Yeah. So uh, you know, I can hear helicopters flying around, and the last two, uh, not as much today but yesterday i can hear from downtown pittsburgh um uh, helicopters and what are either flashbang grenades or fireworks being shot i don't even know what you know in broad daylight while i'm like sitting at my desk trying to work Um, yeah probably not fireworks right right at night at night there have been fireworks like uh i'm trying to think what night saturday sunday uh, Saturday, Sunday, and a little bit of Monday, there have been fireworks, um, you know, cops flying around. It's, it's wild, man. I mean, so it was crazy because we were we went downtown Saturday uh, afternoon for this protest, right? So it was a protest, super peaceful. You know, there's probably a couple thousand of us downtown. And then they march, and we're like, all right, we got other stuff to do. Um, you know, it's me and uh, my partner Eve, and her mom comes down and meets us down there. And so we're like, all right, we're not going to wander around with her mom. So we like, you know, we're going to we're not going to march with her mom. So we leave. Um, And like after that, they go out to the hockey arena. Some white kid tries to, you know, trashes a cop car and then all hell breaks loose. So it's just it's just been wild, man. So it's just it's bubbling over. I mean, this is you know, this is what happens when you have, you know, two centuries of, uh, you know, oppressive slavery, uh, economic oppression um, four racial, centuries. Four, four, four yeah, centuries. I mean, yeah. Seriously, I, I guess I'm, you know, I'm, I'm slow playing it, but, um, you know, economic oppression, police brutality, uh, and yeah. now with the pandemic, you know, everybody, there's a lot, there's 30, 30 million Americans out of jobs. Nobody's got anything to do. Uh, you know, the the real looting happened like a month and a half ago when Congress and the tr- and the Fed 
you know, funneled like four to six trillion dollars to, yeah, you know, yep. corporate interests, and it's a instead it's a of sending keg. that, yeah, and so instead of sending that money to the people to help them during this time, we're doing nothing, and so these people are getting desperate and they're getting angry, and then once again another extrajudicial execution by police. So it's just a powder keg, man. It's coming off, and so it's crazy. I hope everybody's you know staying safe, and you know I hear stories from from back you know from back Philly way, and um, you know you're telling me about Chicago the other night. It's just you know it's wild, man. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy, man. Um, you know, to a certain extent, like this has been brewing for a long time, you know, um, and like you said, people are cooped. Yeah, one of the things is, you know, we've been cooped up for months. And, you know, for better or for worse, whatever that is, you know what I mean? We got to stay healthy. We got to stay safe. Uh, You know, but at the same time, I get it, right? Like, people are frustrated. Uh, And and, and people are, are, you know, I'm lucky enough to, to have a job where I work from home. You know what I mean? Yeah, likewise. Uh, but right. that's yeah, but but that's not the case for everybody, and uh, and it sucks. You know what I mean? Like it, it it really sucks, and I feel bad for all those people. It's economic hardships are on a lot of people. You know, they're on uh, everybody, yep. and you know we got a what a twelve hundred dollars stimulus check. Super Less sweet. Than that. Uh, yeah, right, right, and uh, uh, every civilized country in the in the world's doing more. And um, and here we are, and, and having less riots. Uh, go figure. Yeah, right. Uh, other countries are safely, you know, starting to open back up uh, because they addressed the pandemic uh, properly to begin with. You know, um, right. I have rel- I have relatives in Greece, and you know, they were under an aggressive, aggressive lockdown, and now they're, uh, you know, now they're able to go out and get coffee and head to Caffeinia, and you know, not not all the time, but a little bit. Uh, yep. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's, uh, I mean, the whole world is just scary. And when I see people, and then when I see these protesters on TV too, and I'm like, ah, oh, why don't you have your fucking mask on? Put a goddamn fucking mask on. Put your fucking mask on. Yeah, right. <laughs> you I know mean, what I mean? Yeah, um, at least when we were downtown in Pittsburgh, they were, they were handing out masks. So, I mean, we had masks with us, but everybody had a mask on. So. Which was a good thing, but then also it can be a bad thing. But, I mean, in the case of this kid that cracked up the cop car uh, over by the hockey arena, cops ID'd him right away. So, um, you know, so there's good and there's bad. And, um, you know, I understand some of the looting. I understand that there's a lot of, you know, economic pressure that people have to deal with. And, you know, this is that, you know, this is that thing where I don't, you know, I don't, I don't have to deal with it, thankfully. You know, knock on wood. But there's a lot of people who do. And so, you know, a lot of people are looting for stuff and they'll take what they can get and, um, but then you got people who are out there just starting shit up just to start shit up. And, you know, and, and it'll, yeah. it'll get dissected later on down the line, man. There's just so much, you know, because there's so many cities that are seeing this. Um, there's It's, it's going to get dissected down the line. But, you know, you, you got to advocate for your allies, you know, all Americans. You know what I mean? Like I look at this from like a from like a labor perspective, like. I want, you know, I want to see all Americans getting taken care of. I think that the federal government should be doing a better job than that so that we can get back on our feet in a better way so that everybody can get everybody can get back to work and not just some people get back to work. And sure. I right. think that we really need to do better to keep uh, all Americans, but especially like, you know, our, you know, our African-American brothers and sisters that are in lower income areas from getting extrajudicially extra, extra executed. Right, because yeah, right. that that's that that shit is wrong. So, but you know, we got we got to we got to put on a good show here, and you know, we got to kind of cheer everybody up, and I think that's what we're going to try to do, and um, you know, hopefully, hopefully yeah. this two we're shall gonna, pass. Yep, and you know, I, I just hope that everybody on you know whatever. I have uh, I have a friend that is a uh, protest organizer uh, back. In the uh, in, in the homestead of the Chicagoland area, uh, Indiana to be right specific, on. but not Chicago. Uh, but she is a protest organizer there. I have friends out here who have participated peacefully in protests, uh, and I have other friends that are police officers or you know significant others of police officers. I hope everybody stays safe. I hope everybody stays sane. Um, but you know we do need to pay attention to how African Americans and people of color are treated by the police because uh you know it is 
what you, it's <laughs> the level of brutality and violence against the African American community is three times, threefold, right? Uh, yeah. yeah, against and, you know people people of of, of non African descent, whether that's white yeah. or Asian. I, I'm not sure where the Hispanic uh, count is on that, but it's still not as high as African Americans. So. Yeah, and, and keep in mind, you know, uh, police kill American citizens at a higher rate in our country than in most other wealthy industrialized nations. I mean, I think two yeah. people two people were killed by the cops in Britain in the last either the last year or the last decade. I forget what it was. I was trying to read a story about it, but but you know, we 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 sh- sh- shit pops off, man. So <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Here. I was I was I was having a conversation with my sister about this the other day, which is, you know, kind of a weird thing, but I feel like when you remember when um, cops dressed like Andy Griffith and and Barney Fife. Oh yeah, back in the day, day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, even in the seventies when they had the polyester shirt and the goofy hat, and, and you, yep. you know what I mean? They weren't yeah. wearing military fatigues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah, militarization like maybe, of the police is, uh, has come a long way. Yeah, and it, I think that, yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe if you're not dressed like a stormtrooper, you may not act like a stormtrooper. So speaking of stormtroopers. You want to hear some news of the weird? Segway. Segway. Yes. Segway. So, just to show. Feminism. That... <laughs> <What>? <laughs> shouts to Vaz. <laughs> yeah, shouts to Vaz. Just to show that cops will arrest anyone. Uh, up in up across the border, our, our Canuck friends in Lethbridge uh, responded to some 911 calls. Um, that a person in a Star Wars outfit was carrying a quote-unquote firearm in southern Alberta. So the cops went and, like, arrested this person hard and, like, you know, threw him to the ground. And it ended up being uh, a woman in this uh, stormtrooper outfit carrying a, you know, carrying a fake blaster. And she was an employee of a space-themed restaurant, the Coco Vanilla Galactic Cantina. How can okay. you not love that? Fucking um, so love was, it. Yeah, you gotta love this. So she's 19. She was carrying that. She was she was sent out there to drum up business post-pandemic to try to you know get some people to come in. They were having a May the Fourth promotion. And uh-huh. uh, the Love police it. like went way overboard, and clearly, for some odd reason, could not see the humor in her outfit and blaster, and like arrested her hard. And so, you know, later on down the line, there, you know, clearly these police are being investigated for you know using a little bit more uh, unnecessary force. Um, but quite unnecessary an interesting force. You know, Quite an interesting thing so, for the fourth, and coming rushing to her events on on uh, on the interwebs on the social media, uh, William Shatner. Oh, good for Captain, him! So let me Captain see. Captain Kirk. Let me see if I can maybe play this out in sort of a, a, a Canadian sense, since it happened in Southern Alberta, Canada, right? Okay. So what you're telling what you're telling me is some snipey, right? Was out there pushing the bird of beef, right? Just straight furda pushing the bird of beef, right? Two seconds, get those good grill marks, buds. Snipey out there pushing bird of beef, and then some cop comes over, starts a Donny Brook with this sniper, a straight, straight up Tilly for no straight Donny, straight Tilly sees her with her blaster, probably a Han Solo V7 blaster, something like that. I don't know the numbers right, but he's like tarps off, boys. Let's have a Donny Brook. Is that what <laughs> happened? Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. 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 <laughs> well, you know, we just came over to see, you know, say, hey, let's have a time. Let's get on the go. Long may your big jib draw and all that. But <laughs> it's all hands you want. It's all hands you get. All hands throwing hands. Too much letter, Kenny. During this uh, during this quarantine, <laughs> the Q-teen, if you will, people, Front check, catch up check, on some check. of your... Con- Yes, front check, back check, paycheck, boys. Uh, yeah, but paycheck. Catch up, yeah, catch up on your your Canadian slang. It is wonderful, especially uh, 
the latest season has some newfie slang in there. Pff, fucking great. One of my uh, one of my Star Wars groups on the Face Space has been doing a lot, a lot of Letterkenny crossover memes, and mm-hmm. I gotta admit, I'm really digging it. It's really, it's really, it's giving me all the feels. It's great. So, so from uh, from across from from over the border to uh, Central Park, uh, a a uh, what's his name? He is a professor in New York. He's an avid bird watcher. Was in Central Park mm. watching birds, and a white woman was had her dog, you know, running around, not on a leash. Uh, you know, he asked her to put the dog on a leash. She came over and got in his face. He recorded it. He takes out like this dog treat to kind of coax the dog. She freaks out, grabs the dog by the collar, calls the cops. Uh, if you have not seen the video of this, you absolutely have to see the video of this and see the act, the absolute act that this woman put on when she called the cops, like her voice flipped, like she was like getting, you know, physically assaulted in real time to get this guy <laughs> in trouble. So later on, we found out, you know, she loses the dog. She got it. She, she, the dog was a rescue, the, the shelter that that gave her the dog took it back she lost her job as an investment um investment advisor vice president who cares the most important part of this for for all our geeks out there uh our bird watcher christian cooper christian cooper is a uh a somewhat longtime editor and writer for marvel comics oh wow uh, th- this came out a little bit later on down the line because it's not his current job. He's a professor right now, but he um, he's written stories back in the day for the old, uh, not the old, but the the, the late '90s Marvel Comics presents. Uh, he's been an editor for a number of X Men collections. Um, in in like the late '90s, he introduced the first gay uh, make male character in a Star Trek comic. Um, he got nominated for a Glad Media Award. So this guy was, this is one of our people. This is one of our geeks. That's fucking awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, unfortunately, he got caught birding while black. Uh, and uh, I, I don't know what to call, you know, I guess it's, I don't know if it's Central Park Karen or what we're calling people like that nowadays, but another bad central park karen for sure yeah (laughs) goddamn karens goddamn karens another bad scene uh but you know it ended okay nobody got hurt the cops i don't i don't even think he i think neither of them was there when the cops finally showed up um but and he also called for calm he did not want to see her lose her job but look you you know this stuff hits social media and you know this is what happens when you live in a country full of at work states where your your company does not want to see you acting badly in public and it being on the internet because it's a poor reflection of them because somewhere they're going to find your LinkedIn page and they're going to schlep it out and they're going to be like, yo, is this the person that who's bringing shame to your company? Got to go. That's sad. Yeah, that sucks. So, yeah, so people behaving badly. What are you going to do? Um, but I was really surprised to hear later on that he was one of our fellow geeks. So... Um, shouts to Christian for uh, just straight cool heads, just cool heads. So, yeah, shouts to Christian for sure. That's awesome. Speak, speaking of cool heads, let me just make sure make sure you get all this. I uh, I'm gonna tr- I'm cracking open a cold crowler. Uh, oh, Mr. C- Mr. Crowler. That's right. We need a new song for that. We need Ozzy to come out with a new song for that. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, so, a, a, a Mr. Growler song. Mr. Growler. So during the pandemic, like <laughs> we've been trying to really support uh, restaurants and, and, and bars and things while we could. Um, and Eve's uh, brother-in-law had a birthday come up and he wanted local beer for his birthday. So, of course, that became my task. So there's a local bar right across the street from PNC Park. Um, so I get on the website. She she points me to it because you know my because Eve is like super good at this stuff. So she points me to this place. They have like it's like what is it? Buy two crowlers, get a crowler free. 
and then I think it's like buy two cans or bottles get two free it was an they were doing a insane offer so I go down there and I think I dropped like a buck fifty on on beer I I must have brought home like eight or nine crawlers and like a case of bottles just all kinds of mixed local stuff so this is the uh, this is the yellow bridge uh, yellow bridge brewing company number five IPA uh, yellow bridge is like uh, what do we say it's like uh, 40 minutes 40 minutes west of, of downtown Pittsburgh but it's one of the okay. you know, one of the one of the one of the local brews around around town so this is uh, six and a half percent I'm gonna I'm gonna crush this crowler during the, during the show here nice that's awesome I am drinking um, I, I don't know I think this might be a, a 2020 um, this is a yeah I think this is a 2020 uh, glass of ice water uh, from Ooh, my fridge. Crisp. Yeah. Cri- oh yeah. Very. It's melty. It's a, you know it's a, it's the bottom of the glass now, but uh, wow. you know it's very refreshing. Very refreshing. Well, you know, to each their own. You know, I'm uh, I, the, the the you got to try this for this episode is not only Mike's beer bar uh, across from a beautiful scenic PNC ballpark that's empty, um, but yeah, beautiful. Try- Try try a restaurant, try a bar, make place an order, yeah. help some people out. You yeah, know? yep. Try something local, you know, something new. Try that deli you always wanted to try. You got Grubhub and DoorHat, Dash and Uber Eats and all that. Get some food, man. How long do crawlers stay? How long do how long do crawlers stay good for exactly? I don't know. It depends on the beer more than you know. What I mean, than the growler itself. Yeah, I'm hoping that these aren't starting to go bad. Either that, or this is uh, maybe it's just uh, maybe it's a little pinier than I would I would I might prefer. Maybe that's it. Yeah, I mean it could be. Yeah, did you crack it open before today? Cracked it open right now. Yeah, it's probably still fresh then. Yeah, yeah, it's a little, little like I said, a little piney. Maybe a little piney for me. But you know, what are you gonna do? Okay. So, hey, so, you know, it, it, is it, an, it? Maybe it's heavy alpha, which is. A pioneer beer, which I I enjoy. I enjoy a good piner. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. There you go. There you go. So we need to switch over. We gotta switch to. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Not that there's anything wrong with beer, but we need to switch over to uh, mixed media moment. Oh, are you talking about books and stuff and television? We watch television. television. Uh -uh. What? <laughs> it gets better every single time. It really does. I mean, it's. I like the uniqueness. I, there was. Yeah, no, it's great. It's great. Sometimes it's a smash hit. Sometimes it's a little off. But I think that one was fan fucking tastic. All right, I'm, I'm hoping that comes out in post production. <laughs> so one of the things that I was actually <laughs> I'm put a able beat behind to, it. One of the things I was able to watch because I have been really bad with my content. Uh, during the pandemic, I was getting, I was, I was doing all right. Well, I was doing all right, and then I found out, you know. So I was watching Legion. I was getting caught up on Legion. Uh, I watched sure. season two, and then I realized there's a season three, and season three was the last season. So I just crushed through that. Um, I also realized there's a season three of Preacher that I haven't seen yet. There's uh, still, you know, there still is Lock and Key that I haven't gotten through yet. There's all kinds of other stuff mm. that I haven't gotten. I'm, I'm, I'm a total slack, but um, so. Legion wrapped up, and and I guess I'd say that they wrapped it up and they just kind of put a bow on it. Do I agree with that? Meh. But they wrapped it up. Um, and so season three, uh, season three has our our David Holler kind of kind of making that heel turn, like he's you know he's kind of he's kind of going to war almost with the people who were helping him because they're starting to perceive him as a threat and so there's mm-hmm. it's it's what we might call the double turn uh, the uh, the 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 shadow king turns face and David Holler turns heel and so you know they're they're kind of going back and forth and a lot of this season is you know David trying to make things right uh, no matter what the cost, and at the end, you know, I just, I just, I'm kind of left unsatisfied. As a whole, the show was great. 
right? The sure. The style of the show, the visuals are excellent. The casting is really, really good. The music is excellent. Uh, the the one great thing about the finale is they do a uh, they do a Pink Floyd um, uh, sing along, I guess. What do you want? I don't know what you call it, but they do uh, they sing Mother. So a nice little musical number. Uh, they do a, yeah, they do a nice little musical number. So I you know, while he's while they're fighting amongst each other, he you know, there's like this aside and he has this musical number and um, you know, one of the big things is that he's never really had this childhood because he was like haunted by the Shadow King at a young age and that kind of gave him this mental illness and so he's kind of like you know the the part that gets off the rails for me is the timey wimey wibbly wobbliness of it because sure. they do t- they do time travel and it's not my it's not my I don't you know it's not it's not a thing I want to see but you do get a little bit of you know you do get a little bit of like pr- professor Xavier like a younger professor Xavier but you also see him okay. interact with his parents who he's trying to um, get to you know uh, protect him more, right? So at the end, there's like this gentleman's handshake agreement, and the show's over. And I was like, "What?" That's rather anticlimactic. I haven't I haven't started the third season yet, but that's it's, uh, it's worth it's, watching yeah. because the buildup is really good. But I yeah. thought that the because. I think because they saw, I think because they recognized that the third season was going to be the last season, I think it just became kind of anticlimactic. Um, but, uh, you know, as a show, especially as a Marvel show, because there's a lot of Marvel shows out there, and there's, you know, there's some that we haven't gotten a chance to really see or pay attention to, like Cloak and Dagger and um, some of these other shows. Yeah. But Marvel um, Runaways, like I started watching that. I want to get back to it. It was Yeah, all there's right. another one. Um, so as far as Marvel shows go, I think it's, really excellent like i think it's one of the top tier like there's a lot of people who like agents of shield and i think that i would put this up there as a marvel show like a live action show that is really worth watching um, yeah yeah it's you know. it's good it's definitely good yeah yeah i mean i i don't know of, i don't know of a lot of um show finales that are really you know that really uh that deliver you know what i mean it's hard. It's hard, right? In, in, in the medium of television, right, where you have all this time to tell a story, right, it's it's sometimes hard to deliver on a finale, right? Right, right. Because um, uh, the best finale is always sort of like a cliffhanger. You know what I mean? Like, uh, imagine if Game of Thrones, the TV show, ended at the Red Wedding. Right, and oh, fucking wow. Rob Stark's dad. Yeah, right, and that, and that's it. And you're just like, what the literal fuck just happened? Yeah, you know I mean, and like, and that was it. And you were left to your own conclusion to 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 you know. And, and but the the thing with TV shows, and they do it in movies too, right? But movies sometimes end on a cliffhanger. You know what I mean? Like movies almost always end with like going forward, even though they try to like wrap things up in a bow yeah there's always some sort Uh, of a resolution and then some sort of an epilogue where they kind of you know move forward right 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 but tv shows always kind of try to just wrap everything up right and like this is the end of this character's story arc where in a movie uh, uh, you know a certain subplot or something may just continue it may just you know like I wonder how that resolves. And it's not necessarily bad where a TV show tries to just wrap everything up. And if yeah. you look at like, you know, like game, you know, Game of Thrones for example, they just fucking jammed everything they could in those last episodes and forgot how to write a story and it sucked. Um but yeah, I mean it seems like Legion kind of did that, right? They're like, "And let's just agree to do this," you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I was hoping that, you know, even if you even if you like even if you kill off David Holler, I'm still fine with that, right? Like, right. Because if you show me some epic, if there's some epic battles at the end, 
and good overcomes evil and even if that means that david holler like succumbs to his mental illnesses and and they have to fight him to the death about it or whatever that's still more exciting you know what i mean i think that was one of the minor drawbacks to this show for me was the psychic battles and how those were visualized um i thought they could have been a little bit better but you know like there were some things that i i was not you know like people would you know some of the psychic people would just turn you know humans to like literal dust and i was like what right i don't right, know right. if that's i don't know if that's what these people can do but um you know like i i would have i would have settled for like a knockdown drag out a donny i'd have settled for a donny yep always go uh, full tilly when you can you know you know um <laughs> it's, it's hard like mental powers and even even things like magic sometimes are kind of hard to depict in like a physical fight or an altercation you know what i mean like right. superman's strong he can punch through shit and he's got laser eyes and that's pretty easy to get across in 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 a visual media like film you know what i mean but green lantern yeah you know what I mean? Like, eh, think about uh, I don't want to talk about the Green Lantern movie. I just, I can't bring myself. I, I just can't bring myself to do it. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I like Ryan Reynolds. Deadpool's great. Poor Mark great. Strong. Oh, my God. It's just Poor it's Mark so Strong. Bad. What a waste of a good Sinestro. Oh, yeah, I know. And, like, and especially in, like, the DC Cinematic Universe where, like, you know, if it's not the Joker, bad guys are hard to come by. You know what I mean? Like, good portrayals of bad guys are hard to come yes. by. Yes, yes. Uh, like, Lex Luthor, terrible. You know what I mean? But, Most like... Four out of five Lex Luthers are terrible. Yes, yeah. And, um, yeah, so, like, had a really strong villain, a really good actor, um, but the movie was just garbage. True. It was. True. It was just garbage. Sorry, I'm sorry. Great. You know what? I'm really sorry I brought that up. <laughs> <laughs> Such a sore subject, the Green Lantern movie. I love the Green Lantern movie. Uh, sorry, pal. Uh, Speaking so, of DC movies, though. Yeah, let's skip ahead to the future and perfect real quick and, and talk about the Snyder Cut. The Snyder Cut. Zack. Snyder. It sounds like chewing tobacco, to be honest. What does? The Snyder Cut. The Snyder Cut. The Snyder. Yeah, it sounds like cut. chewing tobacco. Yeah. So yeah. apparently, uh, <laughs> apparently, there will be a Snyder Cole Cut. Snyder Cut. Um, there will be a Snyder Cut that's going to get released. Uh, HBO Max. I'm assuming that that is the whatever the new new HBO streaming service is going to be. Yeah, um, whatever new HBO Go is. Right, right. They are going to... Uh, they're going to debut the Snyder Cut next year in 2021 in what is... Either it's going to be a, a, a fucking Titanic four-hour movie or they're going to cut it up into t- like TV-cut chapters. You know what I mean? Like TV-timed chapters. Okay. Um, to get everything back together. Now, I don't. I, I. I. have no idea what this is going to be like because I've heard from, you know, from people like Kevin Smith, who I think he said I think he's actually seen it. From what he said, he's seen. It was not a like. It was not a human consumption ready product. You know what I mean? Like it lacked post production, and it wasn't necessarily ready for human consumption. Okay, gotcha. So I don't know what they're going to do. What was his? Yeah, what, what's his opinion of it, though? Yeah, it's a great question. I don't even remember to be honest. <laughs> which is which is Kevin's, shitty of me because you know. Yeah, it's a Kevin Smith thing. I, I mean, are they going to change some of the CGI? Like, I mean, I mean, how deep do you go into this? Well, it's, so it sounds like HBO. Uh, it sounds like HBO is going to front like 20 million, 30 million bucks to help them get this all back together again. You know what I mean? 
Um, there might be. I, I mean, I, I'm. I wouldn't even be surprised if they recorded dialogue and you know did did different things. You know what I mean? Like things to kind of wrap it up and kind of make it you know a finished product. But it sounds like HBO is going to do that as part of a you know making this thing a a centerpiece of the HBO Max offering. You know what I mean? I wonder if they could do it like a show like Watchmen. I mean, that would be kind of cool. Yeah, I mean, the, the, the Hollywood Reporter suggested that it might be like six episodes, which would be totally fine. You could probably do like six 45-minute episodes, and that would actually be you know, probably probably solid because then you could skip what you didn't want to see. Um, but but then again, you know, like the, the I think one of the big issues is the Joss Whedonification of the dialogue. So once you strip away some of that corny shit, what do you what are you left with, and and how gritty, and what is it like? You know what I mean. So maybe you do want to sure. see all of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's it, it, it the movie itself in its original form isn't close to being good, right? So like. What can, how much can the Snyder cut really do, right? You know what I mean? Can you get a better right. performance out of somebody? Well, I think that like, there's, I, I think what you're going to see is they probably left a lot of footage on the table. Um, I think some of the Superman resurrection stuff got left on the table. Now, I don't know if that helps, like as far as the storyline goes. I don't know if that helps anything, like because to me, I don't, I just don't see it. You know, like at the end, you're still fighting Steppenwolf, and Steppenwolf is still garbage, and you can't fix right. that shitty CGI. So what are you what are you left with? Are you are you gonna grit? Are you gonna grit up the the dialogue? Well, what does that leave us with? Like a right a a less quirky and less anxious Flash. You know what I mean? And Flash like wasn't even the worst part of the movie. No, no, for sure. So I, it's just one of those things where I'm not really sure. I'm not really sure what you what you do. You know what you get. Um, I, I think what they should do is just uh, focus on the future and try to put out better product, right? Because the DC universe has a lot of characters to draw on, and there's a lot of stories to tell, and you know, there's a lot of opportunity there. And I think that they should really just kind of focus on that and just just get past this. You know, just it's dead in the water. It's over. Just be done with it. Yeah, no, a hundred percent. I don't think there's any coming back from this movie. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's there's not a lot to salvage. You know what I mean? Like with a cut. You know what I mean? Like, right. I, I, I no. can't remember. I, yeah, yeah, I, I can't remember watching a scene of the movie and being like, oh, this part's actually kind of. You know, I mean, the whole thing was like. The best parts of it were just meh, you know, like, and the bad parts were bad. Yeah, I mean, it's the one of the worst things is that they shit on a lot of the Kirby universe stuff, you know, Steppenwolf, Darkseid, some of that stuff. So there's no way I don't know that you salvage that in a in an already finished cut of the movie. I think what you really need to do is move on to the next. I you know I, I wouldn't be surprised if some of that Batman dream sequence stuff. Um, you know, gets more content. Not that anybody cares or wants it. Um, but they, they should just move on to the next part of the story, right? Like, there's still a future story to be told, right? You you know, at the end yeah, of the movie, absolutely. you have this group. No matter how weird the dialogue is, you still have this group, and you still have the potential of Darkseid. So there is still so much more that you can do. And you also don't have to do it right now. You don't have to do Darkseid right away. Right, they're gonna do no. that Batman movie with uh, Robert Pattinson. Um, then I don't know what's next. I mean, is there another Shazam or Black Adam movie next? I mean, what is filling the gap? All the other stuff, the Flash solo movie, the Cyborg solo movie. I'm gonna assume those are both dead in the water if it's not a buddy flick. God, I so, hope so. Right. Um, so why don't you just do something with villains? Right, do something with actual, you know, just like you could do any kind of villains. You could do a Legion of Doom scenario. You could do, you could do uh, literally anything, and just make a better product. Yeah, make a good movie and not. 
Like, don't try to force a bad movie into, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, because what if you do go down this rabbit hole of a four-hour cut and it's still garbage? Yeah, yeah. No, I agree. I, I agree. You, you're, you know, now, now you're double fucked because the first version was already panned. And then people are going to sign up for this HBO Max thing, watch the watch the Snyder Cut, and then be like, "All right, I'm quitting HBO Max and I'm out." Right? Because yeah. what else? What else? What yeah. else are you going to do? So, you know, that's that's kind of the way I see it. And and you know, this is the, the the funniest part is, right now, right? If the DCU had its shit together, right now is the best opportunity for them to do something because there is no Marvel phase right now. There is no Marvel anything right now. They have basically no content out. There's no new content out. If you could have done anything, you would have viewership to yourself. You would have no competition. And so instead, we're still arguing over a movie that was that you know that's what three years old, that was right. you know kind of widely panned. And I just don't see how his version is going to is going to you know is going to be a wholly different thing. Like I I, I understand that there I understand that weeding came in and I, I assume that the, I, I, my understanding was there was about an hour of content where he they kind of he kind of added to the movie like he just kind of you know moved around an hour of content and put in like his own stuff. That being said, you're wasting time when you could be making other projects and putting out other content. Like I still haven't seen Birds of Prey. I don't know if that's any good. I'm gonna guess you yeah, haven't, I haven't either. seen it. No. So like, but you still I have, have no this desire window. to either. No, not really. I agree. I mean, I kind of want to see it just to see some of the characters, but I also don't care that much. Um, right. Because I mean, I, I feel Suicide like it was also kind of terrible. It was kind of poorly marketed. So it's like, what are you gonna do? You know, if you're not gonna get behind it, then nobody's gonna care. And you know, like I said. <laughs> You've had years where you could have been working on new content, and the best thing that you have to offer us right now is, uh, you know, another Batman movie. Where I don't know if anybody cares anymore. Like, does anybody care? Does anybody want, you know, does anybody need another Batman movie right now when we could do Justice League stuff? When we could do kind of anything else right now? Right. So. Yeah, I wonder how the whole Robert Patterson Batman thing is gonna uh, play out. Lighthouse was great, I, you know. I, I, Twilight sucked, but Lighthouse was great. Uh, yeah, well, Lighthouse—they were two totally, completely different things. Yeah, yeah, I know, but I mean, those are things that I know Robert Patterson for, right? So. Yeah, right. But it was a good. No, I agree. I agree. It, Lighthouse was a, you know, a, a, a really unique and excellent movie, but. Yeah, they, they need to be doing something else. And I don't know who, you know, who's your who's your antagonist in this new Batman movie going to be? Is it going to be another Joker? If so, who's Joker? If they you know I mean? somehow attach Jared Leto to this, I'll fucking I'll Right. Th- th- there'll be new riots, right? <laughs> like Right. <laughs> inappropriate. Right, but I mean, but, I mean having yeah, said, it's going to be uh, it, it having said that terrible. they don't have having said that they don't have competition there is also the possibility of the new mutants movie and the um morbius uh movie coming the living out. vampire yeah the yeah. living vampire yeah I, I, yeah i'd like to see both of those really i mean the, the uh the, i've seen the new mutants trailer a couple of times and it, it looks pretty awesome it really does it really does. Like I think that it's a great, it's a, it's definitely a new take on the mutant project stuff, and I think that that's going to be really helpful. Um, the Morbius stuff probably is going to be okay. Yeah, It'll probably maybe. be okay. Sure. I figured it'd be like roughly Venom. Yeah, yeah, roughly Venom with maybe a little Blade in there. Otherwise, I don't think it's going to be a whole lot better. But this is where you're at right now, right? You have you have this kind of stuff. There's really not a lot out on the horizon. So, I don't know. Uh, am I going to make an effort to see the Snyder Cut? Nah, I doubt it. I don't know. Yeah, I'm doubtful. Wait. I guess I'll wait and hear what people have to say about it. You know, so hold this space for this time next year. And, you know, maybe we'll have something to say about it. But, you know. Right, right. Who knows? You know what I mean? Who knows? Like, could be good, could be bad, could be great, but 
It's a it's a fucking big gamble. Uh, I mean, not for HBO. I mean, you know, for HBO, it's for HBO Max. They're they're you know. No, I mean, it's just it's just a gamble on the content itself. You know what I mean? Yeah, I I I agree with that. Um, You know, but for for HBO Max, here's here's a unique property that they get to showcase for their you know for their platform, which is you know that's all well and good, but no, for sure, yeah. If people don't like it, you're screwed. Agreed. Agreed. So let's get into a different, uh, better, um, uh, a better finishing product, right? A better finished product. So let's we can talk about the last season of Clone Wars a little bit, maybe. Oh yeah, dude, we could talk about that for sure. <laughs> <laughs> so so I last you haven't watched it yet. So I am I am um, somewhere between season one and season two. Actually, I'm probably somewhere in season two watching story arcs. Um, I posted to the Face Space page a little while back. Um, you know, a set of story arcs that some viewers have said. You know, these are the closest things to the movies. If you like that sort of thing, so that's kind of what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to watch some of these story arcs that are are interesting, and then get to season seven. At that point, yeah, having I mean, had, Clone Wars doesn't. Background. Yeah, Clone Wars doesn't get all that good. I mean, it's a, it's okay. Seasons one and two, seasons season three is one Maul comes back, and right. that that's when the show really starts getting its feet underneath it, and it's really good. But yeah. as far as the last season goes, the 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 there's a early story arc about a batch of clones called the bad batch that story arc's really good there's a middle story arc about ahsoka doing some shit that story arc's really boring the final story arc the last four of episodes of the clone wars that overlap with the events of phantom men or not phantom menace of uh revenge of the sith oh is literally some of the best Star Wars content I've ever seen. It's fantastic. Um, so it deals heavily with Order 66, how Ahsoka, how Rex handle that situation. Um, it's it's really, really good. Cool. And uh, I don't want to go into too much of it, um, but everything, the voice acting, the music, the uh, story... Um, the lightsaber duels, all of it is fan fucking tastic. It's all just top notch. Cool, cool. Um, and last, if you're gonna watch any single story arc of the Clone Wars, um, you know it's good to have some knowledge of who Ahsoka is, right? But the last four episodes, that would be. The, it's the best of the series for sure. Like I said, it's some of the best Star Wars content ever created. Um, and it would be a hell of a movie just on its own, those four episodes. Okay. Nice. Yeah, I'm looking at that right now in this this kind of this chart. And, you know, basically the most of season seven they're saying is pretty good stuff. So. Yeah. And, like, the last four episodes all start with the Lucasfilm thing. Um, the, the sort of, like news announcer guy that starts every episode of the clone wars he's not on mm-hmm. that yeah okay. so it's a, the, the the content is way more serious on the last four episodes cool so uh, that's yeah, something to I, check I, out absolutely it's a it's almost a must-see it's must-see tv if you if you ask me and we're getting closer and closer to uh another season of the mandalorian which i just don't even want to i don't want to start drooling over right now Oh God, the Mando two. Oh yeah, Mandalorian two. I'm so in on that dark saber, bud. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be pretty phenomenal. So it's just like it's nice that you get to piggyback off some good Star Wars content to what is probably gonna be some even better Star Wars content. So yeah, it's like wow, you guys are it, you guys are really getting it this time. You guys are really knocking it out the park. 
Yeah, and uh, Pat, as I mentioned before, I you know, I'll challenge any and all listeners. Maybe Sweet Lou, this is something you might want to do. Uh, I just finished watching um, all of the Star Wars movies, uh, including the Clone War movies, uh, clone, the the original animated Clone War movie, not the series, but the movie that spun off the series. Oh God, that thing's terrible. Uh, but I watched all of those uh, those movies in, in story order, and uh, it, it was a good time. And I challenge everybody to do that. It, you know, like watching it all as one cohesive story. I, I did it over a couple weeks, not like a day. You know, but just watching it sort of back to back to back. Um, the story becomes more cohesive and it's 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 sure. kind of really enjoyable in that way i mean i guess the best part is that you get rid of jar jar binks right away like a band-aid you just pull it off yeah you just tear that off right away and there's some good stuff in there like there's some decent obi obi-wan and anakin stuff in there before you have to rip off that that jar jar band-aid but then yeah everything after that right so what is it rogue one Oh, um, uh, Rogue One's at Solo, and then Rogue One is the order, and the both of those movies are really good. I mean, I like I, I like Rogue One way more than I like Solo. Yeah, no, I do too. But I mean, Solo wasn't bad. Right, right. And then you get into like the original trilogy, which is always a winner. Yep. And then you then you get into the new movies, which are always yeah, uh, meh. hotly contested. <laughs> oh. Always debatable. <laughs> Always debatable. So, yeah, that's something for people to check out. I mean, I, I'm, just, you know, I'm hoping that a lot of people are getting away from these Zoom meetings and Zoom happy hours and Zoom brunches and Zoom play dates and Zoom business meetings to enjoy some really good content. Yeah, right. Exactly. I, I want to, I want to Zoom spend some time by myself. Right on. <laughs> I want to Zoom drink this beer. Yeah, no. But this was great. It was great having you stop by, getting to spend some time with us. Uh, you know, we will be back soon with another episode. Uh, I think we're getting better at this, right? So, um, uh-huh. Pat, we're, eh, I don't know. We're going to try again. But we're going to try to hit you back, and uh, I'll rewatch those last four episodes. Pat, you rewatch those, or you watch those last four episodes, and we'll get back and we'll do a little review of that the next time. Okay, we can do that. Yep. All right, kids. So, as all... All right, kids, thanks for coming by. Thanks for hanging out. And a quick business tip for you. If you ever find yourself on Shark Tank or anything like that, always offer the judges 69% of your company. And when they say, why 69? Because both sides benefit. Thanks for stopping by, kids. Have a great day. Ba-bing! Deuces.